Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who are listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, Spreaker, and of course, my blog, Talk Radio Community. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And this is show 399. We've got one more to go to reach 400. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, later I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight we will be sharing strategies to get yourself organized when you decide to change careers. And we have career coach Jennifer Anderson, also known as career coach Jen, her Twitter handle. And, of course, I will be um, sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, and repurpose suggestions. And I want to thank all of you for just responding and giving your feedback on ever made a major career change and what did you learn about yourself, my social media question of the week, and I thank you for your response. Somebody responded and saying, yes, it was challenging, but it was well worth the effort, and it was actually a blessing in disguise. So I thank you so much for sharing that. But before I bring on our guest, you know, I always go out there and do a little Google search, and it says, how many times do people change career paths? And this is according to careers-adviceonline.com. And it says the average person will change careers five to seven times during their working life according to career change statistics. With an ever-increasing number of different career choices on offer, approximately 30% of the total workforce will now change jobs every 12 months, which is why, because we're in July, I know a lot of you at the beginning of the year said, you know, it's time for a change, a career change, which is why I brought on Career Coach Jen. Born in a family of engineers and focusing on the people side of engineering, Jennifer Anderson has over 20 years as a career strategist with a goal to build stronger teams, One career at a time, she offers training to companies covering recruiting and employee retention, mentoring in the workplace, career management, professional networking, and more. Jennifer consults with national and international companies to improve careers for employees, which improves team morale and helps companies to retain their top talent and reach extraordinary results. 
Jennifer is a regular contributor to media with guest appearances on KSL News, The Matt Townsend Show, various podcasts. Jennifer is published in Structure Magazine and Forbes and is ranked as a top 40 to follow on Twitter. Her Twitter handle is Career Coach Jen. And, of course, for more information, all you have to do is go to careercoachjen.com. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Coach Jen back on. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? I'm great, Janet. Thanks for having me on. So before we get started on the questions in regards to career change, what made you decide to become a career coach? I mean, you were born into a family of engineers. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was that odd duck who just really didn't love math. <laughs> I was almost held back. I think it was my it was my summer between fourth grade and fifth grade. I was like do or die time to learn my multiplication tables, and if I didn't learn it, then I couldn't progress. <laughs> So I think my family just kind of scratched their head and thought, who, who is this girl? Where did she come from? <laughs> but it's all, it's all worked out in the end because now when I'm consulting with any of these engineering types, I'm like, listen, I get you guys, you know, let me, but let me help you so you don't totally ruin your career. But, um, but yeah, so it's just kind of a funny, funny little thing how that happened. But anyhow, but Jen, thanks so much for having me on. It's fun to talk about this getting organized with our job searches. It's a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal because I think some people think it's just okay. I'll just I'll just go out there. I'll just put my resumes out there. But really, it's what you teach your uh, clients. It's really being having a plan and being strategic about it. So when someone mm-hmm. decides they want to make a career change, what are things they should not do? Well, um, this kind of ties back to your first question that I didn't really answer, where you said, you know, what what made me decide to become a career coach. So one of the things that I noticed is um, early on I was, so I was working primarily in the recruiting industry and placed about a thousand people in different positions. So for your listeners, they may or may not understand what that means when you extrapolate out the numbers. So for example, as a recruiter, when you're working with the company, so the company pays a recruiter to fill the position. And the company typically wants to look at, on an average, about five resumes. So when they have an opening for a position, they want to see five resumes that really match what they're looking for. So as a recruiter, I would have to go through, on an average, anywhere from about 20 to 100 resumes to narrow it down so that I could give them five resumes. And so, so one of the things that I noticed when I was in that recruiting space and, and over, and again, for several years being in that space, I figured, I mean, I kind of figured it out. I've probably talked to upwards around 85 to a hundred thousand people in that time. And one of the things that I noticed and why I wanted to become a career coach is because there were so many people who do not understand that their career is their own career and it's up to them to manage it. And so often I would have a conversation with a job seeker who would say to me, okay, Jen, you know, I'm looking for a new job. And I would say, okay, great. Let's, you know, let's, let's talk about what's most important to you. And the first thing out of their mouth is always a salary increase. The second thing out of their mouth is that they wanted to make sure that they didn't have to drive very far And then the third thing out of their mouth is that they wanted benefits. 
And so I remember, like, and this is like, uh, ironically, this is a universal experience that I had with people over many years. So this wasn't just like a handful of conversations that I experienced this. And so to answer your second question about if someone wants to, if they decide they want to make a career change, what are the things they should not do? I'm telling you guys, if you want to make an effective job search and make a job change, do not focus on things like just simply salary or how close the job is to your house. Um, because those, some of those things can be figured out. There are a lot of companies now who do some really interesting compensation plans. There's also companies that will allow people to telecommute part-time, you know, so there's, there's a number of different ways that you can figure out, you know, how to make all of that work. So, um, Anyhow, so I just really find that people focus on these really surface level things and they're not realizing deep down it's their career and what are you trying to accomplish with your time on earth, right? And so that's a, that is a big thing to think about every day you're going to go to work and that's a lot of hours away from your friends, your family, your, your hobbies, your interests, whatever else you're going to do. So make the most of it and um, and when I'm saying make the most of it, I'm not talking about trying to squeeze every last penny out of your potential new employer. I'm talking about the whole experience. You know, what is it you're really wanting to do um, with your with your work? And I really look at work is in a way it's like our ministry. It's how we show up and how we serve. And um, that's a that's to me a, I think a really important piece that we need to look at this and recognize. Okay, like what is it that I'm doing with my time on this earth and um, and what can I do to make things even better through my work and for my coworkers and, and whatever else? So that would be one of my biggest things I tell people is just don't just focus on the salary. I mean, sure, yeah, numbers, I get it. You know, need to have a certain amount to make, but don't make it just about that because, oh, boy, Jana, I can't tell you how many times I have talked to people who <laughs> – make a job change and it's for more money and then they come back six months later a year later and they're just smacking their forehead and they say to me oh Jen I should have never have taken this job I hate it my boss is worse than my old boss the work environment's terrible the you know whatever the circumstances and they're just like the ten thousand dollars more the twenty thousand dollars more it's not worth it I would give the money back in a heartbeat to, to go back to what I used to have, but it's really hard to go back to your old employer and say like, just kidding. I want to come back. <laughs> that's, that's usually not, it doesn't work out super great, especially if they know you left for more money. So anyhow, so that would be my number yeah. one thing is like, you guys, let's all be wow. right now. Like do not make a job change just because of more money. Oh, I have seen just horror stories and I just, oh, I just feel bad for folks. And you know, and it's interesting because just today I was reading a story about a woman who decided to make a career change because she thought she had the perfect job, but after a while she was working 50-hour weeks, then it was 60-hour weeks, then it was mm-hmm. 70 hours because of the position, and then she was saying how one weekend they said, hey, you guys can have off, and then all of a sudden they got the call saying, oh, Nobody can have off. You got to work this weekend, and I'm thinking seventy hours a week. Wow! So wow. that yeah. was great advice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now that we know what we shouldn't do, 
What what should we mm-hmm. do when we are ready for that career oh, change? Yeah, totally. So um, I think it's really important that you are very clear about what it is that will really make your heart sing. And so I will often describe it to people as this. Say, imagine yourself in a position where you feel like you can fly. You're just, your wings can be expanded and you feel like you can soar and do just so many great things. What would that look like? And the interesting thing, Janet, is as I've taken people through career coaching on their job search changes and whatnot, what that looks like is different for everybody because we're all different and that's totally okay. And luckily it's not 1950 and everything's super cookie cutter, right? So we've got a lot mm-hmm. of good options these days. So so you want to think about what's going to make you fly and then the opposite of that. You want to write down what you feel like is going to clip your wings. So I hope that analogy is working for your listeners here. But you know, just imagine a bird when its wings are clipped, it can't fly. And so it feels stuck and it's got to just kind of stay on its little perch. And that works great, you know, if you're trying to keep your bird in one spot and you don't want them flying all over the place. But when you think about your career, you want to make sure that you can fly, just feel like you can soar. So I will, I really recommend that people create a list of your, the key things that you're really looking for in a company. And again, back to my first point, like don't make it just about salary and just about like having benefits. Like sure, yeah, all that stuff that's important, but there's, you know, with the Affordable Care Act and whatnot, there's so many things where people can get affordable health care in other ways and you can you can have some flexibility. And so there are people in all the marketplaces across the United States who can help you with getting benefits and whatnot. And, and anyhow, so there, there are other options. So don't make it about just the benefits um, or just the salary amount. You want to think bigger and you think more like what type of management style do you work really well with? Um, what, uh, what industries just really flip your switch? So one thing I find for folks is they get stuck in a rut and they're just going to work. You know, it's like they're punching the cards, so to speak at work, but they're not engaged, they're not interested. And so they're not doing things like attending conferences for professional development, or they're not reading magazines or newsletters or something like that related to their industry or their trade. And as soon as you stop doing those things, that you stop feeding yourself, then you're not going to be as excited and, and motivated and continuing to learn. And that type of person adds so much more to the workplace and then they just in turn they just they feel better so those are some of the things you want to think about a job change like number one like do you want to stay in the same industry is that industry working for you or is it an industry where you're going oh i've been in this for 20 years i don't love it and i want to do something different okay well that's great but what industry are you interested in do you want to get clear about those things and 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 i always recommend narrow it down as much as you can to just one industry and focus your time and energy to study and learn about that one. So then that way when you're interviewing and you're networking and you're out there talking with people, you have some really good juicy stuff to talk about, you know, trends that are going on in the industry, for example, excuse me, for example, or um, things that are related to um, maybe the competitors to that company, et cetera. And so when you're in an interview, you can really delve in and ask good questions as opposed to keeping it really high level and surface type of questions you want to be able to let yourself really get into a good conversation and so those are some of the important things that people need to do when they are ready for that career change is they need to think about those those things now 
um, I'm, I'm very sensitive to the fact, Janet, that you are all about getting organized and decluttering, right? So I want to make a really interesting <laughs> yes. point about, about this, and I'm, I want to weave it back into this whole job search thing. I cannot tell you how many times I have talked to people who are doing job searches, and they will pull out a portfolio of old resumes, of old letters of recommendation from like 30 years ago, you know, things like that where it's like, okay, this is not relevant anymore. So when you're getting ready to make that career change, you really want to focus on what have you been doing for the last 10 years? Anything older than 10 years starts to lose its relevancy. Technology has changed a lot. Um, just trends, um, not to mention when we think about how companies are multinational companies now and the internationalization that's happening with a lot of workforces and, and industries. So old experience from like 20 to 30 years ago, um, oftentimes this, this doesn't, even, it doesn't even relate to what's going on to today. Mm. So you want to be able to clean that out and by getting rid of the old papers and whatnot, um, it's okay. Just get rid of them. You know, it's summertime right now. So just use yeah. it for like a yeah. backyard barbecue <laughs> or something. I don't know, but repurpose <laughs> <laughs> and reuse. And so, um, but you know, but the point is, is like you need to get yourself mentally cleared in your mind about what it is that you really mm -hmm. want to focus on. And a lot of people are all over the map. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of interested in the automotive industry. Oh, but the medical device industry sounds kind of cool and interesting. Oh, I've always been interested in finance and the banking industry. And so that's way too much. You're going to be way spread thin and not be able to really narrow down and focus in on what is most important for that company, you know, mm -hmm. for, for the information for them. So here's another little tip for your listeners. On an average, when you go to interview with a company, you need to plan about 20 hours of research time to make it really effective. Mm -hmm. So if you happen to have three interviews in one week, and one is in the finance industry, one is in the medical device industry, and one is in the automotive industry, just to use those three examples that I already stated, you're going to have to come up with 60 hours of research. And I don't know about you, but I haven't built a time machine yet. So <laughs> if you've done that, then just go, just go do that. Make that service available. You've, you've made your gajillion, you know, but – but you just, you're not going to be able to prepare yourself effectively. And so that's a really important thing to have an effective job change. You need to have the time to be able to do the research. So that's why I tell people, just narrow your time down to one industry. Like, let's say, let's just take finance as an example and do as much research as you can about. And even within finance, there's lots of different niches and, and different things. But because um, banking is very different from accounting firms, which is very different from um, investment firms. And those all three kind of fall within finance to a certain degree. So anyhow, so the more you narrow it down, the more you can do research on it. And then that can really make a difference for your um, the things you're going to talk about when, in, when you're in an interview. But also the reason why it's so juicy and helpful for your heart and your soul to narrow down what you're looking for is that you can listen to what your heart is telling you. And, um, and I am very much a Christian woman. I very much feel like God can guide and direct us in our work. And, um, mm -hmm. and I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, it is so important to recognize those answers that you're getting through going through the interviews. And if you've allowed yourself to be super distracted and be all over the road and have a very messy job search and very chaotic, 
it's really hard to let the spirit talk to your heart and guide you as to whether or not this Mm -hmm. is even a good Mm -hmm. place to go to. So that's why I tell people narrow it down and get it cleaned out. And so that way you can, you can focus in and that, that brings you such a beautiful peace of mind. And you're right. You're right. Cause I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about, okay, what, what do I like? And even in just contracts, I like people who do not micromanage. And I really learned that when I was working, it was like sometimes people would just micromanage you to the point where they would be standing over you. And it's like, I'm not that type of employee. You can give me an assignment and I will do it and I will bring it back to you. So sometimes people, you know, need to look at that as well. So, But, you know, as you were talking, Jennifer, something came to my mind when you were talking about people who have resumes and things from 30 years ago. Now there's a trend for the uh, virtual interview. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes people don't necessarily know how to prepare for them because somebody actually texted me um, a couple of weeks ago saying, I've got a virtual interview. What do I do? And I said, so I just kind of made them a list of everything that they needed to do. But what are some of the things that you found are helpful for people who have that interview or are so used to seeing a person face-to-face but realize Mm -hmm. they've got to log on? And what are some of the tips that you can give? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So, okay. When you go to do these virtual interviews, and for people who are listening to this, they may not know what this is. So basically, you find an opportunity with XYZ Company. Often you'll submit your resume. Maybe you know a friend there. They submit your resume or whatever. But HR will send you an email saying, thank you for applying. Please take this online virtual interview. Um, And so what it will be, it will often be four to six questions. And it, you will have – it will show up on the computer screen. So there will be a link that you click on, and you'll go, and it will show up on the computer screen, and it will say, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. That's always like a classic first interview question to ask. And then, then with your computer, with your camera, you are being recorded. And so you need to think about this. So when you're going to show up for a virtual interview like that – this you have to treat it as if you're going to be there in person and so you want to think about okay how do I look what is behind me right and so let's say you have your office it's really cluttered and disorganized or whatnot you're going to want to stop and turn around and look what's behind you on the wall because let's say you've got some I don't know some silly crazy poster of something that's just something that you've had up on your office wall for forever because it's just something fun about your personality. I don't, I don't even know what it could be. I, I, I mean, it could be just mm-hmm, anything, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I think about, like, myself, mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew up in the 80s. I was all about the big hair bands, right? You know, so maybe if I had, like, some <laughs> funky old poster of Motley Crue or something. Oh, heaven forbid. But anyhow, you know, something, that's true, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, you want to think about what's behind you and look at that. And then you want to think about, okay, how do you look? And and so, you know, so getting yourself ready as if you were going to walk in their office. Well, if you were going to walk in their office, you know, what are you going to do to take care of your clothing and, um, you know, your grooming and all of those kinds of things. And that's different for men and women. We don't have to get into all those details. And I'm hoping people are mature enough to recognize these things for themselves. However, Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. to think about that. Plus, it's, to me, that's all about, like, getting ready for game day, right? Like you see these football players in the locker room and they're getting ready for the game and they're 
psyching themselves up and they're putting their they're putting their uniforms on and some of them put that little black um whatever it is that they put on their cheeks you know and so um just underneath mm-hmm, their eyes mm-hmm. it's supposed to help with the reflection of the lights in the in the auditorium and all these kinds of things and so you want to think about okay, you know, getting yourself ready. And so by literally doing that, you're also getting yourself mentally um, prepared to go and answer these questions. So there's that preparation that happens. And then um, the other thing you want to think about when it comes to preparation is when you're going to do one of those virtual interviews, have a pad of paper and a pen because you would do that in real life. It's okay to jot down some thoughts and then record it. And so, um, and that would happen if you're in a regular interview anyhow. So somebody might ask you a question or let's say you're in a panel interview and there's three people talking to you live and in person. You might jot down a little something while you're talking to them so that you remember to answer. So that's okay. So try to treat it as much as a normal in-person interview as you possibly can. Um, And then you do in those recordings often have the ability to um, erase it and re-record it. Um, and so, cause it's, it's unnerving to see yourself on video. It's an uncomfortable mm-hmm. thing. It's just so much more comfortable to be face to face with people. So I like that a lot of those virtual recording type companies, um, that they've set it up so that the applicants can watch it and go, yikes. Okay. That doesn't look good. Let me delete <laughs> it and try that again. And so it's actually kind of okay. cool that you okay. have an opportunity to do that, you know? So take advantage of, of those, um, those opportunities. And then of course you want to think about all the other preparation that you need to do. If you're in your house, are there the people in your house who could potentially interrupt you? Do you need to let them know in, unless the house is on fire, you do not come into this office door closed. (laughs) Just do not come in here, right? You set the expectation, you turn off your cell phone, you do all those things, you know, to make sure that you're, again, getting ready for game day, right? You know, all those little things that you do if you mm-hmm. have an animal or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe you find a neighbor who can take that animal for a walk, right? Like, <laughs> do what you got to do mm-hmm. so that yeah. you're not sitting there getting yourself recorded and all of a sudden your dog starts howling at the moon in the background. Like, oh, boy, how <laughs> – because it's just going to make – it's going to rattle you. And you probably wouldn't bring your dog to the interview, like an in-person interview, right? Yes, so. Um, you just need to try That's to treat true. as much as if it's like a like an in-person, real interview. But, I mean, those are just a couple of key things that come to mind to help you get prepared. Janet, was there something else that you wanted to add to that? You said you came up with a list. Well, well, actually, yeah. I mean, you did. You covered everything. I mean, because that was one of the things that I told the person. I said, make sure you just kind of do a check behind you to see if nothing is, you know, can be um, seen as inappropriate or offensive. Make sure you dress professional. And I told them, I said, if I was them, I would at least kind of make a dupe of practice to see if everything behind me looked okay and I looked okay. So you, you, you know, you, everything that I had just suggested to them, you actually mentioned. So, um, but yeah, because I I probably would have had either Michael Jackson or Prince behind me, so I would have had to take those (laughs) posters down. So. Exactly, which is fine. We all have our old, you know, things that we love. But for an interview, it's just, come on, guys, think about it, right? Yes, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it kind yeah. of takes away. <laughs> mhm. Absolutely. So. It's, it's you know, it's the whole. What is the uh, 
oh, how does it go? An ounce of prevention is, is saves you from a pound of cure or whatever, right? You know, so just like take yeah. that minute mm-hmm. to slow yeah. down and think about it a little bit ahead of time. And, and if you are a person of faith, like stop and have a, have a legitimate prayer with your heavenly father or your higher power, whatever it is you call yeah. him, right? Mm-hmm. And so just mm-hmm. like connect, mm-hmm. get grounded, get yourself spiritually in that place to really bring your best. Because yep. who's going to get that video yep. is somebody from the HR team and likely the hiring manager. They're going to go through and they're going to watch these. Yep. And so mm-hmm. bring your best self, you know, just, just bring your best heart and your best intention. So, and, and I think they're actually kind of a helpful tool um, for candidates to, to talk a little bit about themselves and for companies to evaluate them. So I don't look at them as a bad thing at all. What I look at is, is the company mm-hmm. using it effectively and is the applicant doing what they need to do to be prepared mm-hmm. effectively? That's like a whole other conversation. We'll have to save that for another podcast. But, um, but okay. yeah, there's a lot that you can do. Just get yourself grounded. <laughs> okay. All right. So get yourself grounded. Well, Jennifer, you have given so many wonderful tips and strategies, and it's been a pleasure to talk to you. So how can listeners get in contact with you? Well, the easiest, just come to careercoachgen.com, and on my website, there's different ways you can get in touch with me. Um, there's a contact form, and there's links to my different social sites, um, and so that's that's usually the easiest way to get in touch with me. I know a lot of people love to use LinkedIn as well, and you can find me on LinkedIn um, under Career Coach Jen, because if you do a search for Jennifer Anderson, I think it's like, like the most common name on the planet, so you won't find me that way. So instead, search for Career Coach Jen, and you can find me there. Send me an invite to connect, and I'm happy to connect with folks. Course listeners, on the show page, there is a direct link to her website. And, of course, I list her Twitter handle as well. So you can connect with her there as well. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for your time. And um, hopefully we'll get to chat sometime in the future. Yeah, it's great, Janet. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you're getting into this because it's such an important topic that people think about getting organized because yeah. making a job change, it's no joke. And that's the number one way we're going to make the most money in our lives. So treat it with respect, right? right? Give it the, the time that it yeah. needs to prepare. So thank you for letting me share some thoughts. Yeah. And you're welcome. Thank you. And thank you. I mean, and it is, it is, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a ministry. So people have to give it some careful thought and some planning as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you for mm-hmm. what you do, Jennifer. Continue to have a great day. Thanks. You too. Keep up the good work, Janet. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And that was an awesome interview from Jennifer Anderson, or Coach Jen. So make sure you check her out on her website and, of course, follow her via um, Twitter as well. And that was Bob Lewis. For, so for all of you out there who need maybe a closet design or you think or you're telecommuting and you need your office structure set up, maybe you have a closet and it would be the perfect place to put some shelves and a filing cabinet, or maybe you just want that garage in order with some shelving and some systems so you can park the car in it. Make sure you give Closet and Storage Concepts a call. So our sponsor, Audible, is offering all of our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. 
All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. You download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. My audiobook selection for this evening is Who Moved the Cheese? And basically, it is a great book when you are going through a life change. I read this actually. My cousin gave it to me a few months after um, my mother passed. But it is about, it's a simple parable that reveals profound truths about change. It is an amusing and enlightening story of four characters that live in a maze and look for cheese to nourish them and make them happy. And, of course, cheese is a metaphor for what you want to have in life. And it could be a good job. So make sure you check out and go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, it is summertime. Fall is fast approaching. And in my Facebook group, we are tackling areas to help us get organized before the fall. So they let me know what they wanted to talk about, and we are each week focusing on a specific area. We already focused on the paper because a lot of members in the group wanted to talk about paper, so we focused on the paper, and I ended the week sharing with how I organized my paper. This week we're focusing on the kitchen, and this week I'll end on how I organize my kitchen, but it's basically giving them strategies to get a jump start on the fall. So if you're tired of living with your piles, if you're ready to find things the first time, if you want to manage your time and your life better, then join the Facebook group, and you can become a member of a community that is very supportive, and it can nurture you on your journey to living an organized life. It is a $1 investment for 30 days, and after 30 days, if you want to continue, it's $7 investment. You get personalized strategies from me. Um, everyone does. All you have to do is post a, a video or um, I'm offering sessions to my um, members now, and I give them specific strategies. I did a FaceTime with one of the members of the group last week. And then, of course, I have my weekly strategy sessions, and, of course, we're giving rid of stuff every single day. And, of course, I always show them product reviews first. So make sure that you check it out and check us out, especially if you want to be in a supportive group and get you're self-organized. Well, I wanted to kind of piggyback off of our topic for tonight. Jennifer offered some, gave some awesome strategies and techniques, so I want to help you just get some things organized. Number one, gather all the resumes and toss those you don't need. She said get rid of the ones from 30 years ago. Clear your computer of resumes you don't need because sometimes we're in a rush and we print stuff out and realize it's the wrong resume. So let's delete that. Organize any information about jobs of interest. It could be you could you know you could um, thumbnail them on your computer or either if you have physical information, just organize it and study it because you said if you're going to make a career change, you need to put in the hours. So it's great if you put in the hours if you have all your information organized. Schedule time. Two, work on your resume and job hunt and do your research. 
and also, most important, is look at your past successes. I mean, yes, you're going through a job change, but also look at your past successes because one of the things that I shared with the Facebook group is I put a list of all my successes each and every month because sometimes I'm so used to going from the next to the next to the next that I don't really take a moment and just enjoy what I have accomplished. So, again, gather all those resumes, toss them, delete them from your computer, organize information about a career, a company. Make sure you schedule time to update that resume. Do your job, honey. Do your research and also look at your past successes as well. So those are my quick tips from my Taylor's Tip time. Well, for a lot of you who may need some specific one-on-one, I offer virtual sessions. And the nice thing about virtual sessions, we can do FaceTime via iPhone. We can do Zoom. Um, and we can just, I can see, once I see your face, and see your face, I can give you some strategies on how you can get organized. I'm currently working with a client in Singapore, and uh, it's really wonderful because we do our little weekly meetings at 7 a.m. my time, 7 p.m. her time. But it's great because I get to see her office, I get to, to hear her progress, and I have her specific uh, strategy and a specific steps and path in order to get things organized in her office. So, you know, contact me for a 30-minute free session just to start to see if you would be interested in working with me as well. Well, I want to thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, your sharing. Please continue to share and subscribe to my YouTube channel because I just uploaded a couple of new things. Also, check out my Pinterest page and my Pinterest board, Goals, and it's all about time because goals will help you set goals for your life, and all about time will help you really better maximize your time as well. So make sure you check those out. Now, today is Monday, so you know what tomorrow is. It is Toss It Tuesday, and once again, toss the old resumes and any information from previous jobs you no longer need. Again, toss the resumes from old jobs and information you no longer need. For uh, my app suggestion, then recruiters and hiring managers love this site. Post a professional photo. That's my little tip for you is post a professional photo, not with something crazy behind you, some crazy T-shirt, a professional photo. So, And recruiters do look at that, and it's like your online resume. My product suggestion is CJ Work has a portfolio, which has a pad of paper, a place for your business cards and your pens. Because as Jennifer said, you want to take notes. So nothing better than to take notes with a nice professional portfolio. And my repurpose suggestion is just to maybe just bring that creative side out because you're doing career changes, you're doing a lot of research, you're just sometimes maybe under the stress. So get a little crazy and repurpose maybe soda cans, shoes, plates, you name it. Bring out that creative side and go to my repurpose board. So for my app, suggestion, product suggestion, and repurpose sex suggestion, you can just go to my Pinterest page. And I have a, pay, a board for apps to help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, as well as a repurpose section. 
So make sure you check those out as well. The quote, the first step towards getting somewhere is to decide that you are not going to stay where appropriate for career change. The first step towards getting somewhere is to decide that you are not going to stay where you are. So upcoming podcast number 400 is we're going to talk about organizing our family history because now summertime, family reunions, gatherings, family trips, family vacations is a great time to really dig deep and really get more organized when it comes to our family history. So we've got that coming up next week. And then the end of the month, minimalist. A woman who is on her journey, she's a minimalist, and now she helps others on that journey as well. So I'm looking forward to sharing those two interviews with you. Well, I definitely want to thank you for listening, and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and your social media network. I want to thank all of you who just joined this community. Hello and welcome. So please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor. And you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.